This is Saturday morning's must-listen form hour. This is the RSN Racing Panel. Panel's up to the feature race at Pakenham on Cup Day. The listed Pakenham Cup over 2,500 metres. Number three, future score scratching that came out last night. What's the market looking like in the Cup now, Jamie? And Warren, that was a 12-cent deduction for future score scratching. So this is interesting, Warren. There's three horses that are the best-backed, and there's not much separating those three in terms of hold. But then pretty much all the other horses have seen a bit of a dabble as well. So we'll start with the one in sound, and at $11 is the second-best-backed horse in this race, but not by much more than Milford at $4.80. Good Idea is one of those horses that's had some specking at $9. Same with fifth position at $8.50. The favourite is Kissinger at $4.40, who is now the best-backed horse in this race. But as I mentioned, there's not much separating Kissinger, Sound and Milford in terms of hold, but it is significantly more than all these other horses that I'm mentioning, but they're still seeing some little dribbles coming through. Wycliffe is another one of those at $5.50. Noble Heights is at 7.50, Vegas Knight at 11, Swelter Magic at 41 and the Awesome Sun at $26. How do you see the tempo in the Cup, Gator? Um, look, I think Noble Heights got away with extremely a slow speed last time. So back on top of the ground, I thought he'd improve and he did, but he had every chance to win given the tempo. Kissinger ran him down, of course. I think with Vegas Knight in the race, there'll be a more genuine speed. Good idea, Salt of Magic, the other ones that can posse up and, um, yeah, be pretty handy. So, look, I'm left with Kissinger on top, given the scratching. He missed the bob behind Port Phillip and had the good run. Um, but to his good chase and good win, beating Noble Heights, who, who as I mentioned, did get away with a very easy lead, stays down on the limit. Milford had backing at odds last week in the Eclipse. He beat a handy field. It was a, an amazing ride to keep Cerulio miss out three wide and beat it under a length. Up to 59, but he's a 100 rater. And he did place in the New Zealand Derby as a three-year-old at 2,400. There's no reason to doubt him at the trip. Sound is not getting any younger, but he's up to these on his Caulfield Cup run. And the awesome son won on this day last year, and he beat a horse called Kissinger, 6-2-1-11. How are you seeing the Cup, Mark? Oh, like Kissinger, Warren. I think the race sets up pretty well here. Bit of speed early, make it a genuine 2,500. I think now that Kissinger has learned how to win. It all but beat Port Phillip two ago. was given a magnificent ride at Cranbourne to beat Port Phillip, who probably should have won the race there. But I think the speed sets up well, and I like Kissinger to win here to beat number one, Sound. Sound's got the big weight, but he's in terrific form. He's coming through much better races than what he meets here and will run the distance strongly. Not sure after that. I'll put number eight, Nobel Heights in, who goes forward. I can't see how it beats Kissinger, but can run a place. And 11, New Austin Sun who for me is an absolutely impossible horse to follow. If they overdo it up front, it might be the one finishing over the top. But keen on six, six, one, eight, eleven. Mark Hunter with six, one, eight and eleven. Kissinger on top in the Pakenham Cup. David Gately was scratching a future score also with six Kissinger ahead of two, one and eleven. I'm with Kissinger also. I think Damien Oliver, this time of year, riding at 54 kilos, indication that he thinks the horse has got a terrific chance. He was good winning last start, but he can absorb more pressure than he did last start and the form through Port Phillip with ties in high emotion I, I think is a terrific form reference for a horse staying down the weight. Six header to Milford who's a query for me on the backup but if Mike Moroney's happy to step him back up to this distance range off the back of a good win 
in the Eclipse last week. He goes in, as does eight Nobel Heights, who will be there riding the speed, and one sound dropping back from the best form line through the Caulfield Cup. Six, two, eight, and one for me, race seven. Race eight's the Vobis Gold Bullion. It's over 1,400 metres. It's clear of scratchings and looks like Elvis is trying to go back-to-back. Jamie, how's the market read his chances? Well, his, the market is liking him, Warren. Looks like Elvis at that $3.20 price is very well supported. In fact, I'd say he's the second-best-backed run of the entire day. So I'll start with the one in regards Marie, because at $8, that would be the third-best-backed horse in this race, but it's significantly less than what we've taken on Looks Like Elvis. The three in Imperial Lad at $19 has seen a bit of a dabble at odds, but so has Wicklow Town at that $26 price. Jimmy the Bear is second-best in terms of support at $3.50, but is holding half of what looks like Elvis is holding. Nicolini Vito at $7 has also been a popular runner. And then another one at odds as well, Warren, dropped the mic at $34. Has seen a little bit of support. And the 10, Paldoro at $8 as well. But as I said, looks like Elvis is a very popular favourite. How do you think this race might be run, Mark? I would think Imperial Ad gets across the inside ones, Warren, and leads and gets its own way in front. Uh, Paldoro drawn wide. Looks a good setup to roll across and just park on the shoulder of, of Imperial Ad and try and dictate the race from there. Then you've got the inside three gates, Wicklow Town, Nicolini, Vito, and I think Will Elroy looks like Elvis, pretty handy like last year. They'll settle just behind them. I think it looks like Elvis will win back-to-back editions of this race. Went forward, sat handy last year, and was never going to lose. It's a good horse. It can, can be ridden handy, can be ridden from the back. It's trolled absolutely fantastic, and I think it looks like Elvis wins to beat number 10, Pal Oro, who resumed, sat up on the speed, controlled the race, booted clear, will look to do the same again. Five, Jimmy the Bear. Had a long and fruitful campaign, Jimmy. If it's going at its absolute best, it's hard to beat. I just wonder if that long campaign might be taking its toll a little bit. And six, Nicolini Vito. Just back onto dry ground, getting a beautiful run from the draw. Gets a chance to bounce back into form. Two, ten, five and six. How are you playing this one, Gator? Yeah, I think it looks like Elvis is, um, is the one to beat. Um, he resumes his first up win at Flemington last time. and had to be seen to be believed. He blew the start hopelessly, held up, flew over the top of a really good field. Of course, as Mark's referenced, he won this race effortlessly last year with 58. And his recent trial, well, he couldn't have tried much better. Uh, Jimmy the Bear, he did um, work home well in the Golden Eagle. Without threat, sure. But he was only a length off the Lana, who goes to a million-dollar hunter and wins it. I think he maps well and is a danger to us. Regards, Marie wasn't far off Jimmy the Bear two runs ago and then beat a key rival in Imperial Ladder at the Valley last one with his big weight. Paldoro, Nicolini Vito, the ladder hasn't seen a dry track all prep, so he does create interest there. Two, five, one and ten. I'm seeing it very similarly. In fact, a carbon copy of David Gately, whose numbers are two, five, one and ten. Mark Hunter with two, ten, five and six. Looks like Elvis looks to have trialled up. Very well to resume here. Won this race last year. Looks to get a, a nice run. And he's just a ripper of a horse, as is Jimmy the Bear, who Paddy Payne outlining earlier on, he's not that concerned about the gap between runs and the trip to Sydney. So if he's got another run left in him of the quality that he's been producing, then I think he's the main danger. One regards Marie on the fresh side and 10 Paldoro on the up, but a good winner first up, 2, 5, 1 and 10 for me. Same as David Gately's numbers. We get to the last. It's over 1,600 metres, a benchmark 78. Take out Freedom Escape, number 16, who went around at the Valley last night. Jamie, what's the market looking like in the last? 
Well, Warren, we have a very popular favourite here, and that is the five in Chicago Bear at $4. is holding close to what looks like Elvis and Corner Pocket, so it would be one of the better-backed runners of the entire day. And that's been really coming through this morning when I was just looking at the money coming in. Bell Toro, the four at $8, has also been popular, but is holding, I'd say, close to less than half of what Chicago Bear. Bee Hunter at odds at 26 has seen a little bit of interest. Where we've also taken some support, is the 12 in The Nephew at $12 and AC Dolce at $31. After speed's clearly defined here, maybe back on firmer ground, Typhoon Harmony can be there, seen as Express capable of being there. I thought Aaron Bay might roll forward second up from that wider draw. Philip Stokes indicating that at this stage he's more inclined to think that Aaron Bay is going to settle that little bit off the speed. I've mapped him into a more forward spot, I suppose. By race nine, the, the pattern might be evident, but Philip knows the horse better than I do. So you're doing some maps at this stage, put Aaron Bay a little bit further back if you had mapped him into a forward spot. I feel like he's got a great winning chance. I thought he had a great winning chance first up, but he just really didn't get into a, a rhythm there. He'll be fitter with that run. The rise in distance suits, and in an even finish and a wide quaddy leg, I thought he had as good a chance as anything. Eight, Aaron Bay. had a four-bell Toro. He'll appreciate the long run in here. He's run well. This preparation, he will settle off the speed, and he'll be working home well. Damien Oliver, we tried to build momentum to maintain a strong gallop, and he can maintain a long run. Chicago Bear looked unlucky. First Australian start. Stays at the 1600 metres here but Blake Shin aboard from a good draw. Looks to be right in the mix and Typhoon Harmony and I think can improve back on firmer ground. 8, 4, 5 and 13 for me. Gator, how are you bringing us home? Well, I'd love to sit down with Aaron Bay before the game and just have a chat to him and find out what sort of headspace he's in because um, if it's in the right one He's up to any benchmark 78 in the world. Um, but, you know, he doesn't always want to be there. I get that impression. And he played up pre-race again, uh, or first up, and then wanted to lay in again. Um, sh- jumps to 1,600 second up, so I guess there are queries there. And But, uh, look, I'm tipping him. But, um, as I say, I'd love to have a heart-to-heart. Chicago Bear was unlucky at the Australian debut. Probably unanimous was the serious unlucky horse, but he was enormous again the other week off a wide run. Um, and this guy ran really well. He'd be fitter, draws in, pattern important. Seniors Express had genuine excuses since that lovely return and went up 40-odd to one tab. Massive price. He's well up to any 78 himself. And Belturo, Typhoon Harmony, they're in the quaddy, 8, 5, 7 and 4. How are you seeing the last mark? I think it's an open race for him. Again, number 12, the nephew. Had the two runs back, ran on well against the race shape there, first up and second up. Same thing, just had no hope from back where it was. Didn't have the clearest passage up the straight. D Stackhouse taking over, but midfield on a better track. I think the nephew can really hit the line here to beat five Chicago Bear. Maybe should have won there first up at Flemington. Only has to train on from that, and it's going to be right in the finish. Eight Aaron Bay. Gio had it going forward, getting a nice run control in the race and kicking. Uh, it's going to need some luck going back from the draw, but will be fitter. And 13, Typhoon Harmony, who was progressing really nicely and looked ready to fire, then got onto that wet track last time at Ballarat. And that stopped it in the tracks. So can go much better here on the dry. 12, 5, 8 and 13.
Mark Hunter bringing us home with 12, 5, 8 and 13. David Gately's numbers 8, 5, 7 and 4. I'm with 8, 4, 5 and 13. In the last, Jamie Rogers has been a great help right throughout the morning so far. Won't be the last we hear from her today, but let's get an update on the best back runners at Pakenham and around the country and even a tip or two from Jamie if we can squeeze one out of her ear. Up for that, Jamie? Yes, I certainly am, Warren. So we'll start with the best-backed runners at Pakenham, and that's race six, number one, Corner Pocket. Race eight, number two, looks like Elvis. Race nine, number five, Chicago Bear. And then race three, number eight, at odds, Jungle Gym at $18. The money's been coming through while this show's been on. Then best-backed around the country at Rose Hill, race nine, number 10, I Am Me. And then in over in Ascot, the northerly is Cascadian, still holding about 60% of the support at $2.60. And then, Warren, my thoughts for today, my best uh, race five, number two in Doucet. I've also gone with race eight, number two, looks like Elvis. And Dance to Dubai, race four, number nine. Great work, Jamie. Thanks for your help this morning and good luck right around the country today. Thanks so much, Warren. Have a good day. Seven and nine on RSN 927. We'll be back with the team's best bets and quaddy plays after this break.